0: Good day! You are listening to the Reykjavik Greipa. Iceland's foremost English publication on Icelandic news, culture, travel and more. Hello, welcome to Covid Cast with Reykjavík Grapevine. My name is valu Gratison, Grettíson, I'm editor-in-chief with Reykjavík Grapevine.
1: And I'm andy Sophia Fontaine, I'm the news editor at Reykjavík Grapevine.
0: We're going to talk about the situation in Iceland right now when it comes to the, the COVID-19 virus. Uh, we're going to talk about how many have, have, have uh, attracted uh, the, the virus, uh, as well as how states are in schools, swimming pools, uh, the travel bans and stuff like this. Let's just uh, begin with the basic information mm-hmm. that everybody's thinking about how many have have the coronavirus in Iceland right now yes uh, the newest numbers are actually 224
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is uh, quite high and they have let's not say skyrocketed but they have, they have been going higher very steeply now past mm-hmm. days Uh, today and most of the most the the main reason for this is basically because decode like we explained uh, the other day is uh, doing more examples yes so they have taken now 2600 samples and they have found 22 uh, people with the COVID-19 and it means that uh, like it's more likely now than before that 1% of the nation has the virus.
1: Yes, it's still hovering at the 1% mark, which is encouraging.
0: It's good, exactly. It's yeah. like, it means that, uh, yeah, I should not be touching my face. I'm sorry about it. I can't really <laughs> help it. So, uh, it's uh, mostly anti that is annoyed about it, but I'm sorry about
1: it. <laughs> it's okay. I just want to set a good example.
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh, but... Uh, like uh, of course we're going higher uh, any uh, like uh, like by any day yeah. uh, and there are now uh, I think three or four uh, in at hospital one is in uh, what do you call uh, intensive care intensive care yeah mm-hmm. so uh, it could get worse before it gets better uh, like we went over yesterday yes. we think that uh, uh, that this will be over in uh, in July hopefully and they have estimated that. Well, they did it in the beginning of, of this. Estimated that around 300 Icelanders would get this virus. Mm. I
1: hope that would be right. Uh, one way hope. If if we're talking about one percent, though.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, one percent. Well, yeah, yeah. Of course. Like I, I guess, like it would be like like.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know how this works to be honest. <laughs> If, if 1% bears out, then we're talking...
0: Yeah, 3,500 people yeah. that have the virus. But then, like, most of them have no
1: symptoms or, or at all. Most no, of them no symptoms. Like, something like 80% um, yeah. do not even become seriously ill. You just stay at home or, if necessary, go to hospital. And, yeah, I think we're doing a very good job in flattening the curve, as it were. Like, I had taken a recent interview mm-hmm. with the, as you know, yeah. with the director of the Directorate of Health, Alma Müller, and she placed a great deal of emphasis on how all of our measures are about flattening the curve, which is to stem the spread enough that the healthcare system can handle it, to not make any decisions based on panic, to always have a proportionate response and to trust in the general public to exercise personal responsibility and think about their communities more. Which I think is a wise approach.
0: Yeah, I think it's interesting. Also, it feels like it's working in Iceland. Everybody's taking this super seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess other nations hopefully also. But I mean... Definitely. It doesn't take more than one idiot to... to which is, could be a, be a setback. Uh, but now, we are, we are now more intensively into the uh, talks about economy. Uh, Iceland is uh, closing uh, in many ways, uh, although the international airports are still open, uh, but it, does, it means that we, uh, Bjarni Benediktsson, the financial minister of Iceland for the Independence Party, he talked about it today, that, uh, this morning, that uh, Iceland is at least, we have lost around 100 billion I, Icelandic krona uh, mm. on this, that would be around 710 million US dollars. So uh, this is uh, our loss right now, uh, I think we will lose even more, mm. uh, I think companies will get into a lot of problems uh, and we have to uh, do a lot of things to help them. Uh, so they are, I think they are talking to get, uh, There, there is an announcement today, mm. They are, of course they had this plan a few weeks ago, uh, not a few weeks uh, like a week ago. Yes, and it, it, it w- seems like a few weeks ago. Yeah exactly, every day is like for five days or something. <laughs> Uh, but uh, that plan was obsolete the day after when Donald Trump uh, imposed travel ban to Iceland mm. then or, or, like well from Iceland to the u s yeah yeah exactly so that that means that uh because uh, I think thirty or forty percent of our tourists were from were from the u s meant mm. that meant that we we lost a lot of money just right there, so that was that was devastating in many ways. Mm. Uh, Schools, they are messed up. Uh, I I had to come in at at 11.30 today uh, because uh, schools are like, the kids are allowed to be in schools Uh, Two hours per day, uh, only in twenty in group, Mm. Uh, and yeah. And you have young children. I have one six-year-old, and he, yeah, I have to be with him at home before he goes to school, and then I just walk with him. Uh, It was interesting. Uh, The parents cannot go into the school, so we had to wait outside the schools until the teacher opened the door, and then then we we sent the infected (laughs)
1: kids. I got I got an email, in (laughs) fact, from as um, my child, yeah, my child is disabled, and she. <clears throat> disabled children's services are still very much open, but mm. we still got a cautionary email saying, "Hey, if you're coming to pick up your kids, please don't come in the building. Yeah, exactly. wait outside. We'll send them out." And it's interesting.
0: There have some kids that attracted the virus in Iceland, but there are like extremely few. So mm-hmm. it seems that uh, they are not uh, not the problem. Uh, so uh, the swimming pools—they're open again. Yeah, that's interesting. I thought they would be, definitely be closed, but they have made some arrangements. Um, uh, it will not be the casual uh, trip to the swimming pool, we cannot do it like we always did. Uh, I'm not sure how they will do this, uh, I basically just have to go check it out. <laughs> It'll be
1: like a nightclub, will there be somebody outside with a counter? Yeah, <laughs> I love that actually. And only so many people come <laughs> in at a time. Yeah. So uh, also, if you're in Iceland
0: as uh, so like a tourist or just traveling or, or an expat or whatever, uh, just keep in mind that if you come there, uh, you could have to either wait until like they get down to 99, or you just have to go uh, like they would just say no, it's closed for now uh, for next time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's like it's up for co- coincidence, I guess. Uh, one other thing: Parliament is up and running again, uh, also with restriction. Of course, in Iceland we have 64 members at Parliament. 63. Sixty-three, of course. <laughs> God, that was embarrassing. <laughs> but they're not the only staff. No, then they have staff and yes. stuff like this. So they cannot all be in the in the hall at the same time. They no. have to like pick their fights, I guess. Uh, more mm-hmm.
1: precisely, uh, I'm not sure how this will affect anything. I mean, not really. I mean, for my own very brief time in Parliament, like if you want an example of a workplace of this meeting could have been an email. Yeah, exactly. Parliament. <laughs> That's a little
0: bit. Yeah. Uh, and then to the to the tire things, dire, like the, the serious stuff. Uh, the EU wants to restrict travel span. Like, wants wants to restrict travels uh, within the Schengen area. Uh, this would mean if they would close down. Uh, they would also close down Iceland uh, uh, completely against our government will. Mm. We are not fond of this at all uh, because we have uh, we have things under control first of all. Uh, this would even deepen our economic uh, impact, uh, and this, this could be proof devastating for us. So it's a really dumb, dumb idea. It feels like yeah, it feels like um, like total. Totali- like totalitarianism a little bit yeah I mean to be honest because uh, I think all governments should have their own uh, saying about this absolutely uh, they should so and we have different tactics obviously mm-hmm. and the EU is not playing like the the most sensitive tactics
1: it appears no they're uh, not but I mean there's, all, there's even like EU health officials who have been saying like this is not the measure that you want to take yeah especially now that the virus is already in the house, as it were. Um, In in Iceland they say at
0: least that this would not have any, it wouldn't matter that much for us. It it would not uh, keep anyone out, Uh, just keep everybody in I guess, which is fine in a way, but I mean, it doesn't change anything for us, we we just would lose a lot of money for it and we would need to
1: (laughs) tackle that somehow. Yeah. Start using hotfisker as currency again, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, so
0: this is, uh, this is in the talk, so this is like, what's her name, Is the, uh, the manager, I'm not sure the, the English name for, for who was talking about this. Uh, Ursula. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, w-
1: what's her status? In- I think she's the EU president. EU president, yes. I think so.
0: Uh, as she wants this to take effect immediately, uh, and I mean, let's see how that goes. I'm not sure if this would be, uh, uh, if this would happen at all. But it, it, it feels like a very panic. Again, it's, it's similar to the Danes. Uh, it feels like a panic reaction almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing. Uh, to the questions, Alexandra Stanik uh, asked us uh, if there is a chance or possibility for people not living in Reykjavik, for instance, West Westfjords or the north of Iceland, to participate in the you know, deCODE uh, genetic research, and the answer is yes, definitely. Uh, you just you just book a time and then you just
1: fly or whatever. I would encourage it actually. If you're living in the countryside by all means do so. It yeah. will give us like a broader picture. It's not just a matter of numbers, it's also a matter of geography.
0: Also keep in mind that uh, we have health uh, like what um,
1: uh, health clinics
0: health clinics all over the country. We have doctors that can can make these tests. Uh, there are much fewer people there. A uh, completely different kind of vibe. We have uh, already gotten uh, like people with COVID virus uh, in more parts of the country mm. so they are, it's it's, they are, it's getting brought around iceland and it it's not for the lack of testing it's like uh, it's just i don't know why i mean perhaps they like in different kind of reaction with people much fewer people much smaller towns easier to isolate and stuff like this mm-hmm. um, also uh Rosanna Silvia asked about uh, the numbers that we uh, talked about yesterday, we talked about the Red Cross has the 1717, that's the 1717. is the numbers, Uh, that is definitely for those that do not know how to, like if you're traveling in Iceland you think you have the virus and you don't know how or what to do, uh, then the Red Cross can definitely help. But we also have what, what we call like health uh, phone. Like yeah, like, doc-
1: like the, the doctor's shift.
0: Doctor's shift, which is that phone number is 1700 no, one zero zero or 1700. Uh, but keep in mind, it's a very, uh, they are very busy. Uh, mm. it, it can be very busy and, and difficult to reach them. Mm-hmm. So it's good to have Both numbers then uh, I guess And it was a, it was a good point From, from Sylvia uh, And then uh, Yeah We had like Also an email was, uh, Thank you for that uh, There we have Two questions
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, In the first uh, just reading now In the first podcast Anti mentioned that uh, With the change Of the exchange rate The products In the supermarkets Are getting even More expensive Is that really the case That's the first question mm-hmm.
1: Uh Andy? Well, yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're traveling here with foreign currency, um, the exchange rates, I haven't checked today's figures, but yesterday it was 133 kroner to the dollar, which is um, pretty high. Yeah. Uh, it was about that level shortly after the financial collapse. Um, if you're just living in Iceland and you're being paid in ISK, you're probably not noticing a difference in prices yet. Mm-hmm. But yes, to clarify, what I meant is, if you're traveling to Iceland from, example, the United States, um, you might notice that your dollar doesn't go as far as it did, for example, a few weeks ago.
0: It's changing, but it's, it's not
1: falling. It's no. not in free-falling like it did in, the, in 2008. It's not in free-falling, and there's also the outside effect of um, the U.S. Fed, um, Federal Reserve, printing some 1.5 trillion US dollars to inject into the, um, into the loan market. Yeah. So maybe the dollar devalued at the same time as the corona yeah. and the exchange rate is... Okay.
0: Uh, also the uh, next question is, uh, I am asking that with the weakening of the Icelandic currency, the, the imports will get more expensive, mm. but all the tourists and people with foreign cards will have it cheaper to shop here. Given that this decline of the strength of the Icelandic currency continues, we will see an increase in prices later on as imports will get more expensive, but for the moment I would rather say that shopping and tours get even cheaper
1: if paid in ISK. What do you think? Uh, It's the same. Yeah, you covered this, right? Yes, pretty much. Um, If you're paying a dollar, like if the dollar weakens at the same time the Kroner weakens, then yeah, you'll see like either the same amount or it'll be even cheaper. It really depends on the currency of your home country, mm -hmm. if you're being paid in ISK, then you may notice prices go up, really depends.
0: The second question is, as we have many foreign national living in Iceland, I was wondering what would happen if a foreign national would visit their home country and then plan to come back to Iceland, as we are not citizens of Iceland but residents, do the same travel bans to come home to Iceland would affect us? That is a good one. Uh, yes. Right now, no. Uh, if you have if you have a resident in Iceland if you mm-hmm. have like a what' called like if if you're registered yeah. in in like national mm-hmm. in Iceland then yeah definitely you, you could come you back defi- you can still come back yes yeah uh but uh, always keep in mind like if this insane not insane perhaps but if this travel ban from the eu will be agreed i mean then definitely google it before it could
1: change talk with your airline talk to your airline. For readers and lit- for listeners and viewers, I, I'm in contact, current contact, um, with the the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and the Ministry of Justice to get some definitive answers on if Iceland is going to take part in the closure of the Schengen area, and if so, when. Yeah. But it's not happening like now.
0: For example, yeah.
1: Icelandair has told me that they haven't. They told me just a few minutes ago that they're not planning on changing any of their um, their flights at the moment mm-hmm. so
0: we'll see I guess and keep in mind also if, if the, the EU will, will go forward with this uh, it could become a complete political mess uh, Iceland could technically just say no to this and I mean mm-hmm. uh, I'm not sure what they could do about it <laughs> and, and stuff like this not a lot. it would definitely weaken the, uh, the, the, the the alliance and stuff like this so it's like uh, I, I think this is like this. Will, this will not take an effect uh, anytime soon. Uh, perhaps in the end of the week. And when I talk about soon, I'm talking about like today or tomorrow, basically, right. because things change so rapidly. Uh, yeah. So I think I think this is this, there is a political fight uh, like brewing here. <laughs> to be honest.
1: Yes. One final point I would like to, to emphasize because I was talking about this with my fiance last night. Mm-hmm. Um, I was telling her about my interview with with the director of the directorate of health, mm-hmm. and she was impressed. And she was like, "Wow, it sounds like the Icelandic government is is not panicking mm-hmm. or anything." And it occurred to me, like, yeah, like Iceland is kind of like a crisis nation. Like it's mm-hmm. been through what? There's been like devastating volcanoes, mm-hmm. earthquakes. Spanish flu, black plague, famine, total financial collapse. Like it takes a lot to rattle these people, basically. You yeah, also I think uh, perhaps just yeah, just a,
0: like a final like I think uh, I like often like with American media they are often they are actually very cool-headed for what how the situation is. Mm-hmm. And how people are talking is like, it's almost like poetic in some ways. <laughs> they're like they're talking about super and then the brightness and how you see like sickness now. And it's like, you're always behind. And like, yeah. it's interesting, like how it, it's beautiful often to, to read news these days. Yeah. It's different. But what I'm just what I, my point is this. Uh, so I add to this. It's like just, uh, I mean, if you're kind of panicking and you think and uh, feel like this is like absolutely hectic. And just think about it as a storm. Uh, that's the only way I can see it right now, this, the, the clearest way to, the metaphor that I can find, is that it's like a really slow storm, like a white storm that you can't really see, and you do the, exactly the same things as, as like in Iceland. If you if you have a storm, there are a few things you have to do. Buy some food, uh, hunker down, mm. uh, and listen to the officials, and don't go outside. I mean, if you go outside, it's going to be hectic, uh, and it could uh, end your life or even, even, if you, if you're not careful. So it's like uh it's just a storm that takes longer time. So if you if you think about it like this, uh it's like I, I think it's at least for me it helps somehow. Definitely.
1: <laughs> I mean, all th- all things must pass, as it says in the Bhagavad Gita. <laughs> exactly. Uh
0: are you good. Any last I words? No. Nope. Okay. I'm good. Uh then we'll see you tomorrow. Uh please keep on sending us questions if any uh if any awakes uh and we'll see how the economy, economy uh, will, like, what what the financial minister will say about the things today. Mm-hmm. And we have a meeting with the uh, with the director of health and and the civil guard at two o'clock today. So there will be more updates tomorrow. And yeah, keep posted, subscribe, and like. Uh, also, I want to yeah the high five club. Yes, uh, very w- important. We are taking also like everybody else a massive hit at the regular grapevine. Uh, we're not panicking. Uh, well, kind of, yeah, of course, but uh, we we're have concerned. we're concerned, yeah. We have on our on our homepage is we have something called High Five Club, uh, where readers or viewers or listeners uh, can uh, uh, give us money from like what three euros up three to three to eighteen. Yeah, uh, at the moment per month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, per yeah per month, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, just check it out uh, if, you, if you like what we're doing then please uh, support us somehow it's, it's more or less the, the corona panic that's going on right now, so we would appreciate it thank yes. you thank you